Welcome. Today we are going to study a sicha, and the Rebbe is going to take us on a journey through the first four halachas of the Rambam Hilchas Malachim Perek Achad Asab. In the 11th chapter of the Laws of Kings, the Rambam introduces to us the laws about Mashiach. Today we're going to take apart these four halachas, and God willing, in the next, as we continue learning the sicha, we will put them back together again. Okay. The Rambam opens by Tal anointed one. He's going to build the Beis Hamikdash, bring the in gathering of the exile. And then the Rambam tells us anyone who does not believe in the coming of Mashiach or who does not await his arrival, not only is he denying all the prophecies which we find throughout the prophets, but he's actually denying the Torah of Moshe because in the Torah, it mentions Mashiach. Where? Well, the Rambam opens by telling us in the Torah portion of Nitzavim, it says, V'shav Hashem God is going to return you and bring you back from the exile. Okay. Then he says, not only that, in Bilam, Bilam, the wicked man who sought to curse the Jewish people, and instead of curses, blessings issued forth from his mouth, they weren't blessings. They weren't merely blessings. They were also pro- prophetic words. And in those words, Bilam prophesied about two Mashiachs, the first anointed king, King David, who saved the Jewish people from all of their troubles and woes, and about the ultimate King Mashiach, who's going to bring the ingathering of the exile. And the Ramam w- walks us through the words of Bilam, showing us which words refer to David and which words refer to Mashiach. For the sake of brevity, I'm not going to um, list all of them. And it's almost a shame to rush through this sicha because there's so much sown and, and wealth that's it's woven within this beautiful tapestry, but we'll have a short overview today. Okay, so this is the opening halacha, the Rambam, that you're denying Torah because the Torah mentions Mashiach twice. Says the Rebbe, one minute, one minute. The Rambam here is not a book which shows us sentences in the Torah and translates them for us. It's a book of halacha, book of laws. If the Rambam wants to tell us that there is a source for Mashiach, let him tell us source one and source two. Don't travel and take us through all the words of Bilam's prophecy and tell us which words referred to David HaMelech, King David, and which words referred to Mashiach. Just tell us that you should know in the Torah portion regarding Bilam, there it also mentions Mashiach. So if you're denying his coming, you're denying that section of the Torah. Question, opening question. Furthermore, when the Rambam does take us through it, he takes us through the two Mashiachs. The two Mashiachs. Okay. Why the need for this second source in the Torah that mentions Mashiach? What's wrong with the first one? And even if you want to tell me that the first one actually doesn't mention Mashiach, what does the first one say? God's going to bring us back from the exile. Okay, it doesn't say he's going to do it through Mashiach. So tell me, you know, in Parshas Bilam, it also mentions Mashiach. But why harp and focus on King David? What, how is that relevant to, to know that you should know that Bilam was also referring to King David? Question number two. So what's the purpose of mentioning David over here? Now, the Rebbe says maybe the purpose of the reason Rama mentions David is because he wants to make it more real. Hey, you know, David, Bilam prophesies about him and he came. Look. Well, if David came, well, then Mashiach is going to come as well. It sort of makes it more real to you. It's almost like the Gemara tells you, tries to get you to really believe in the resurrection. And Tchiyas Amesim says, hey, listen, if someone who was never born is born, someone who was already born, well, they can come back. That's not as big a deal. So it sort of is telling you, he prophesies about David, David came, now Mashiach is going to come too. 
that maybe is perhaps the reason that Rama mentions David here. That, that's a nice thought, but again, why is the Rambam bringing us sources from the Torah? Just to show us where in the Torah it talks about Mashiach, so that he emphasizes his point that if you're denying that, you're denying the Torah. The, the fact that David uh, strengthens our belief in Mashiach, that's nice, but that's not what the Rambam is seeking to accomplish in this halacha. So the question is, why mention David? Okay, so this is the... Uh, First halacha. Now let's move on to halacha number two. Halacha number two, the Rambam says, ah, I have another source in the Torah where the Torah mentions Mashiach. You know where? There's a commandment that we have to create cities that are there as refuge for people who have taken other people's lives. And the Torah tells us, there's going to come a time where God's going to expand your borders and you're going to have to build more of these cities. Ah, that hasn't happened yet. You see within the Torah that the Torah is telling us that there's going to come a time called the expansion of borders, Mashiach. Okay. Question. The Raman has one of three proofs so far. God's going to take you in from the exile, Bilam, and these Ir Miklat, the city of refuge. If each one of these proofs deserves their own halacha, then divide them into three halachas. If they all are proofs for the same thing, then put them all within one halacha. Here, the Raman puts source number one and two, God, the ingathering of the exile and Bilam are in halacha number one, halacha aleph, and the Irmiklat is in halacha number two. Why? Why that division? It almost seems as if, as if Miklat is deserving of its own halacha. Why? Okay, remember we're taking this apart. Let's go further. If the Rambam is going to tell us about two anointed ones, why specifically harp on David HaMelech, King David? No pun intended with the harp. If you're talking about the first Mashiach and the last Mashiach, then Moshe really couples more, more, more readily with Mashiach. Moshe was the first redeemer of Israel. Mashiach being the final redeemer of Israel. Fine, put those two together. Why David HaMelech? In fact, many times we talk about the prophecy of Mashiach and the, 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 the prophetic ability of Mashiach and the prophetic ability of Moshe. There's so many times coupled together. Okay, let's move along. Now we'll go to Halacha Gimel, the third Halacha. And then the Ramam tells us, don't think that Mashiach is going to need to perform any wonders or miracles or resurrect the dead. No, when Mashiach comes along, don't ask him for these wondrous signs. In fact, there was a man, Bar Kochva, we're right before Lagba Imer, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva believed that he was the one who was anointed by Hashem. And Rabbi Akiva and the sages didn't ask him for any proof, any wonders, any signs. So therefore, don't ask Mashiach. You don't need to ask. And then the Rambam continues in a very seemingly unrelated fashion. And he says, I want to tell you something. The laws of Torah are eternal. You're not allowed to add to them and you're not allowed to subtract. Where does that come in? How does that fit into this halacha? Somehow, is it that by asking Mashiach for a sign or a wonder, you're adding to the Torah? Is that what he means? We have other instances that Rambam talks about prophecy in the very beginning of his book in Yisaidi HaTorah. He tells us when a prophet comes along, you ask him for this, you ask him for this, you, you ask him for a small sign, a small wonder, he doesn't need to do a big one. He doesn't tell us it's adding or subtracting to the Torah. What does the Rambam mean by telling us it's adding or subtracting to the Torah? Okay. Let's move along to the halacha number four. The Rambam tells us if there will arise someone who's from the Davidic line and he is a, uh, in, in, immersed within Torah study, just like David, and he is going to uh, bring the Jewish people to uh, walk in the ways of Torah, he's going to fight God's battles, then we know that he is potential messianic material. If he actually is successful, 
<clears throat> he actually gets all the Jewish people to return to God, does the ingathering of the exile, builds the base of English, then he is Mashiach. And he's going to be the one who's going to rectify this world. Okay? Question. If you're telling me about Mashiach, why not tell me all the different qualities that Mashiach has? Throughout Torah, Talmud, Medrash, you have so many qualities which the Rambam mentions in other capacities. Why here not talk about his prophetic abilities, all the other abilities of Mashiach? This is, these are some fundamental questions that are the keys to unlock what it is that the Rambam is trying to say, because these are not just questions here. What we're doing is we're now going to develop a certain perspective, a very incredible perspective on what the Rambam's view of Mashiach is. And the key, and this is just to whet your appetite for the next week, the key is found in the reason that the Rambam leaves the laws of Malachim of King for the very end of his 14 books. And for the very end of the 14th book. In other words, the Rambam, when we enter Israel, we have a few mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are, the three mitzvahs. What are the mitzvahs? You have to appoint a king. You have to eradicate a malik. And you have to build a base HaMikdash. Well, if the first thing you have to do when you enter the land of Israel is to, um, uh, to appoint a king, it would seem that the laws of king should be earlier, not the very final step in his book. No. Here lies the key to unearthing and unlocking all the answers all the answers to all the questions. And that is that the Ramam is trying to tell us something very fundamental. And that is that the finale, the final, ultimately, it is the king of Israel. What is the king of Israel? The king who's able to build the base Hamigdash and allow the Jewish people to fulfill all 613 mitzvahs. He is. This is the finale of Judaism, and this is the ultimate purpose of Mashiach. So who was the first one able to do that? David. David was the first one who brought the Jewish people to uh, conquer Jerusalem, built the Beis HaMikdash. By in so doing, he allowed the Jewish people to actually fulfill all the mitzvahs of the Torah. Well, guess what? Mashiach is going to be someone who's going to do that as well. He's going to bring the Jewish people to have the ability to fulfill Torah and mitzvahs. And with this perspective, with this perspective of Shleimah Tatera and mitzvahs, that ultimately, you know, we are sick nowadays. How are we sick? As a Jewish people, we, all the mitzvahs are what give us life and vitality. We can't do all these mitzvahs. Mashiach is going to bring a healthy Jewish people, a healthy world, because he's going to facilitate and enable the creation, the, 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 the completion, the ability for us to fulfill Torah and mitzvahs. And with this, we stop here, and we leave you on a cliffhanger. Hope you enjoy, and continue the sikha next week.